This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Jess on Joy. We have currently on the phone the wonderful Ellen Sandal from Victoria Greens. Uh, now, coronavirus, uh, where's the Greens on that and what are, what have you got happening? Well, it's a, it's a huge moment in time that we're living through and the most important thing to say is that everyone should be following the advice of the Chief Health Officer and the Department of Health. So if you do hear the Premier or the Chief Health Officer on the radio or see their advice online, please follow it. So that means things like no gatherings over 100 people indoors, none over 500 people outdoors. Keep your distance from other people if you can, 1.5 metres. Be washing your hands with soap very regularly. All of these measures are things that we can do to not just keep ourselves safe but keep vulnerable members of the community safe. So that's the most important thing we can do to stop the spread of the virus and make sure our health system can cope when it hits because it will... It's not quite that bad here yet, but it will get worse. And um, the other thing to say is that I know that a lot of people in small business, medium business, and also in the arts and creative industries are really doing it tough right now Mm -hmm. because events have had to be cancelled, festivals have had to be cancelled. I've spoken to so many people from photographers to sound engineers who are losing gigs, and it's a really hard time. Um, and I just want to say we're, we are hearing you and what I did uh, a couple of days ago is I wrote to the Arts Minister and asked for some government support, particularly for our arts and culture sector, yeah. because we know that they're doing it tough. And that's the great thing about Victoria is, is our arts and culture scene and we don't want that to disappear once the virus has gone. And we don't want little festivals and venues to have to close because they can't run their event this year. So we're advocating very strongly in Parliament for government support for that sector and of course for other vulnerable people like uh, people who are experiencing homelessness Uh, we've been calling for an end uh, a a freeze on eviction so no landlord can evict anyone at this point that's what we're calling for and also much more support for people who are in insecure housing or experiencing homelessness at this time okay oh that's that's well i've got to thank you when it comes to the arts thing because i i've my only paid job it was um cance was cancelled because i'm uh, yeah and it sucks because the venue obviously is doing the right thing um and they had to say that because it was teaching a big group of people um and that's what the whole place is for they had to close up and and it is it's it is i don't think there's going to be anybody that can say they're going to get out of this okay like well Well, that being said, that there will be some people, I'm sure, that are going to profit from something. And at the same time, it's very, very difficult to kind of look at all of the issues that are going on because, yes, there's... This this is so real and so now. Um, What what is going to happen to... um, What's going to happen to Parliament? Because you guys are are a group that has to come together. That's right. So Parliament is still sitting and we are sitting this week. Obviously, there's some really important things that Parliament still needs to do and particularly in a time of pandemic, we can't shut down decision-making spaces. Um, But we're also taking some precautions. So 
uh, drastically reducing the number of people and staff that come into the parliamentary precinct, uh, doing reduced sitting hours, uh, things like that, which are keeping people apart as much as we can um, while still we have to do essential service. And, um, you know, there are people out there who... You know, people still need to be working in the supermarkets. We still need our teachers. The heroes need our, the supermarket yeah, at the moment. Exactly. And we still need our health workers and we still need our essential services. But we've got to figure out how do we do it in the safest way. So if people can work from home, please do. If people can limit their contacts with other people, please do. Because there are some people who cannot do that. And so if you have the privilege to be able to do that, please do. But I know this will have far-reaching impacts across the entire economy and across society. Health impacts, the most important. It will also have economic impacts for our state and we need to figure out how we can work together during this time and I just um, ask people to uh, please be as kind as they can and I know there's some incredible stories coming out of people being so kind of giving toilet paper to their neighbours or sending out a little uh, newsletter to their suburb saying I'm here to help and those things are so important at this time because it is a huge challenge. We've never faced something like this in our lifetimes before yep. and I think it will be a test of whether we can come together to get through it together. So just a last thing as a recap, um, some people, I know this for a fact because people have said it to me, saying that if it's, it, that we're, some people are carrying on a bit that we're you know like even with us like we're obviously um all having to be separate that's why tom's not able to be chatting with you right now because um we're having obviously in separated separation but there are people that are saying i was on the you know i i rode to to work today to try to avoid having to go on the public transport but some people are saying while that's all running as normal it's probably not as bad as what they're saying is it being hyped up to be worse no. than this? No, it's definitely not. And if you look at what's happening in places like Italy right now, um, they've got a very serious problem with their health system. Uh, it seems strange right now because the peak hasn't hit us. Uh, and so we're doing these things as precautions to try and flatten that curve and make sure that the number of people who need health care is within the capacity of our health system. So it's one of those strange things where you need to take action before it's very necessary to avoid the first, the worst impacts. And so right now, you look out the, I'm looking out my window and it doesn't look like the world's ended or anything. It doesn't seem too extreme, but if we don't do these things now, it will get a lot worse. So I just encourage everyone to try and miss bust. If people are saying it's not serious, please tell them, no, it is serious. Follow the advice of the Chief Health Officer. Uh, social distance or physical distance as much as you can. Yep. But also look after yourself and make sure that you... Um, I heard someone the other day say it should be physical distancing, not social distancing, because while you're physically apart from people, it's more important than ever to be connected to people, and whether that's on the phone or on the video chat or online. Look Absolutely. after yourself because... We still need to be supporting each other during this time. Absolutely. That's what um, Tom was just saying as well. He said, make sure that it's not social distance and that we can, um, we've got our lines open. Um, so I know that the Greens will as well, but we are absolutely wanting people to, to constantly get on our socials, make sure that we, we're here for them. Uh, we want to be connected to everyone still. So if anyone is feeling a bit lonely, make sure you do get onto our socials. Ellen, thank you so much for coming um, on 
on the phone for us today and I hope when this is all over and it doesn't sound like it's going to be just two weeks as some people think, uh, we'll be able to have you in here and we can talk some more and hopefully be getting back on track. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me and everyone. Stay safe and stay sane out there. Wake up with Tom and Jess, Thursdays on Joy Breakfast. Tune into 94.9 in Melbourne, stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandjessradio.com or subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.